The NFL trade deadline has passed. We're talking all the moves that were made and how it impacts the dynasty value of some key players. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is former NFL scout Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, the trade deadline has come and passed. We planned and scheduled the show around it, and it, as as most years, did not live up to the hype. But we had, we had a couple of interesting moves here. We do, and I, I I just did. We did the same thing with Peacock and Williamson today, where we made it sure. a late show on Tuesday. Wanted to make sure it was after the the four o'clock deadline. Plus, the Steelers play on Thursday, which means I have to cram five days of Steelers shows into three. So my day has been a little crazy and oh, by the Halloween, happy Halloween dolls. And we're recording this. So, um, but I thought the biggest story was more defensive, but also the sure. deals that weren't made, you know, I mean, Denver not doing anything, you know, Carolina. I mean, some of these really bad teams didn't do a heck of a lot in terms of shipping guys out the door. And I hope for their sake, it's not because some of the bottom feeders won games this past weekend and all of a sudden they think they're right back in it. You know, Denver, we beat the Super Bowl champs. Look out, we're on a tear. I, I hope they don't see it that way. Well, I'm, I'm afraid they might, uh, yeah, at least right. as far as, you know, maybe we can sneak into the playoffs. Titans in a similar situation. Uh, they make yeah. no moves either. And we'll, we'll maybe get into those teams a little bit more as well. Let's start with the teams that did make some deals uh, in, focused on or including uh, offensive players. The Vikings go out and get a quarterback. Uh, they trade a sixth rounder for Josh Dobbs and a seventh rounder pull off a deal with the, uh, with the Arizona Cardinals. Of course, on Monday, we heard the news that Dobbs had, had essentially lost his starting job. Uh, it would either be Clayton Toon or Kyler Murray. It was later announced that the rookie Clayton Toon would start in week nine for Arizona. The Vikings are going with a rookie in week nine as well. That's Jaron Hall. Uh, but we can, we can assume moving forward after, after week nine, it'll be Josh Dobbs as the starter there. Um, you know, obviously they were in a tough spot after, after losing cousins, but this is, it's a pretty good option, I would say. Yeah. I mean, real quick, I want to touch on the Cardinals because I think this probably tells us that they have high enough hopes for Clayton Toon that he can be a backup at least for the next three, four years, maybe the next 10. Who knows? You know, that he's not just a throwaway. We kind of like this guy for no matter who our starter is, he can hang around. I do think we'll see Murray very, very soon. You wouldn't have active, you wouldn't have started his window if you don't. Whether that means they'll, draft a quarterback or, you know, put him, put some Murray tape out there and shop him, whatever. But Dobbs, 
I mean, real quick, if you're Minnesota, I think this is about as good as it could have got. You know, you you right. traded. This right. isn't real fantasy relevant, but they traded Ezra Cleveland basically for what they they basically traded Ezra Cleveland for Josh Dobbs, more or less, uh, who's a good guard that became a backup for them after they signed Dalton Risner. So okay, and what's interesting to me about Dobbs is the cards basically leased him without costing any money because that's about right. what they gave up right before the the, the the year. And they're the fifth team, I think, that's moved on from him. So that kind of says, yeah, we like you, but we're not going to be brokenhearted that you left. And trust me, I, I he was drafted by the Steelers. He's super smart. And he proved, what's interesting to me most of all this is he proved by going from the Browns right before opening day to the starting quarterback for the Cardinals, mm. he can jump on a moving train. You know, and that's what Minnesota needs them to do. We don't need to groom you. You're smart. A lot of the same verbiage from what I understand. We're kind of riding the fence in terms of are we a playoff team or not. We didn't invest a ton to do it. And then we can go look at Harrison Smith and Justin Jefferson in the face and still say we got a chance to win on Sundays. Yeah, and you look at, you know, when the, when the Cardinals made that move to get Dobbs and it became uh, kind of apparent he would be the starter, there were there were concerns that, you know, this, this guy's not going to help us fantasy-wise. Uh, you know, we've got to give up on Hollywood Brown, uh, ideas like that. And I'm, I'm sure I said some of those same things. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Brown has been has been very good and and part of that at least is because of Josh Dobbs. He was he was adequate, I would say. So yeah, yeah. Um if you were ready to give up on Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson, um yeah, I mean Josh Dobbs is not Kirk Cousins. He's not going to be as good as Kirk Cousins. Uh but I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be better than Jaron Hall. Uh mm-hmm. you know, we've seen we've seen Nick Mullins better than Nick Mullins. I think, I think he's going to be okay. Um, Adequate's a good word you used. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Adequate is, is the word <laughs> for sure. Um, Matt, we, uh, what, what about the Cardinals here? Clayton tune, like I said, starting in week nine and Kyler due back soon. What are we thinking with uh, Arizona? So as it stands on Halloween, they owned the first overall pick, which many of us expected and took kind of a convoluted way to get there. I don't know that they're going to tank and just do everything possible to keep that pick because I do think they're going to play Murray, which I think gives them a better chance to win no matter what. Um, but I don't think Marquise Brown or Connor or McBride's a hot pickup right now in redraft. Yeah. are going to suffer too much from this. I think they're probably status quo. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. Uh, we do have some uh, we've got some other deals, uh, including mm-hmm. the Lions making a move uh, uh, to impact their wide receivers. We're going to talk about that and more next. So our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer, who does great work. Go check out his podcast as well to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit in on your roster. So let's check out who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. 
So he went out and grabbed Dalton Kincaid, which I am a big fan of. I think he's primed for a much stronger second half of rookie season. Dawson Knox is out of the way. But Kincaid has stepped into a big role with Knox getting hurt. He's gotten hot with Josh Allen the past two weeks, scoring for the first time in his career in week eight against the Bucs. Kincaid gets a smash spot in a shootout against the Bengals on Sunday night. Cincinnati has been better in coverage outside and versus wideouts than, they, than versus tight ends. Kincaid will once again come through for managers looking for midseason. Pick me up at the position. I'm a big believer. Good call here by Vinny. Um, so they have over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. LED headlights, roof rack, brake kits, all your baby needs, you know, bumpers, whatever you're at, whatever you're after, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride for the first time, every time, or your money back. I mean, how do you beat that? Uh, plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items apply and exclusions apply. Football season is here and Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On NFL Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Host Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. All right, Matt, let's continue here talking about the NFL trade deadline, the moves that were yeah. made. Let's move over to the Detroit Lions. Uh, kind of a kind of a minor move, I guess you could say. Uh, they get Donovan Peoples-Jones from the Cleveland Browns, uh, give up a, I believe, a sixth rounder for him. Uh, but the concern here is what this says about Jamison Williams. I mean, we've mm-hmm. we've seen him make a, a couple big plays, certainly, uh, in his uh, in his time with Detroit. Of course, missed a lot of time last year as he recovered from that ACL. Uh, was suspended to start this season, also was dealing with an injury, um, and honestly just hasn't been, certainly hasn't been consistent, uh, a, a consistent weapon. Does this worry you about Jameson Williams? It's not great, but so I think we've seen in this offense that the, the Lions covet or require, neither one of those are the right words, but you get my drift, a long, linear, outside the numbers, deep threat type, you know, DJ Chark, Reynolds fits that mold, kind of an angular guy. And I think Peoples-Jones is in that mold. And he'll probably line up outside the numbers, run a lot of deep routes, and maybe even be an upgrade over Reynolds in that regard. And I'm sure people are going, well, isn't that why they traded up in the first round for Jameson Williams? I mean, he's all that and more. Maybe. Um, But I do think... I would describe Williams at this point as untrustworthy at a minimum and or slow to come along. But I also think if you give Williams the benefit of the doubt, the Lions are pretty darn good. And 
that's a handful of an offense to deal with as the Raiders just found out and adding one more guy to stretch the field and allow them to get people out of the box and Williams insurance makes sense. They didn't give much up. I mean, it wasn't like they gave up a second round pick for someone just like them, you know? Right. Right. Um, Somebody, I saw somebody kind of characterize the trade as essentially saying the lions are ready to win now. And, Mm -hmm. um, they they simply can't wait for Jamison Williams to develop. So not that they're giving well up on Jamison Williams long term, but they need that that second option. I guess if you want to throw include Laporta in there as a pass catcher or even Gibbs, honestly. But mm-hmm. essentially, they needed another uh, pass catching option along with Amon Ross St. Brown. So I think I do think this one makes a lot of sense. I mean, I was already worried about Jamison Williams, honestly. So this definitely. Uh, definitely doesn't help his case as uh, certainly this season um, and, and even long-term. I, I think there's there's still reason to be worried about him. Uh, I might throw a low ball offer in though right now. I mean, like today or tomorrow before you even see these guys on the field next. Well, it's got, I mean, we can't go lower than a second, right? As far as no, if you're I'm, thinking right. draft picks. Right, right, I mean, right. I, would, I, mean yeah, I would if think, I think it it's call- a late second, I would make that move. Okay. Okay. Um, Cleveland, it, it's interesting that they moved on from DPJ. Of course, he, I mean, he wasn't playing a ton. He wasn't super productive, but um, they don't have a ton of receivers either. They did draft Cedric Tillman. We haven't seen much of him at all. Do you think this is um, a, a situation where he could see it, see some playing time now and actually kind of uh, get on the field and, and see what he can do? Yeah, their receiver room outside of Amari Cooper has been kind of a mystery slash disappointment. I expected more out of more, you know, yeah. Elijah Moore. Yeah. Um, their quarterback situation hasn't helped things, obviously. But maybe that is the writing on the wall. I mean, I haven't read this from beat reporters or anything, but maybe Tillman is just too good to keep off the field. I mean, I think you did, but I did as well. We're quite high on him coming out of school. Yes. and oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that he's done anything to hurt my opinion of him. Maybe behind the scenes he's been pretty darn good, and they realize they could get a pick for DPJ, and let's get Tillman rolling. Yeah, it's it's been certainly a frustrating start for Tillman and, and his career. And as you said, even, um, even Elijah Moore has – honestly just not been good yet uh, hasn't hasn't made much of an impact david and joku has has been a bit of a disappointment this year as well and of course this all goes back to deshaun watson and and uh, the mystery that is uh you know what, sure. whatever is going on with him injury is obviously part of it but i think there's i think there's probably more there so we'll see if cedric tillman elijah moore and the browns can get things turned around Matt, you mentioned the kind of the, the the bigger deals of the day came at the defensive position. Uh, I do want to touch on those. We we never have pretended to be IDP guys, but mm. uh, of course the the 49ers get Chase Young for uh, not just a third, but essentially uh, one of the last third round picks. It'll be likely outside of the top 100. It's a compensatory pick uh, that they will earn for uh, a a staff loss, I believe, or a coaching loss. 
Um, and then the Bears make the deal. Second year in a row, they've traded a second rounder. This time they get Montez Sweat instead of Chase Claypool. I think this one will work out a lot better for them, I expect. But it's it's going to be a high pick. This is going to be a top 35, 38 pick overall for Sweat. Um, what did you think of those moves specifically for the 49ers, what it does for them as as strong contenders? Yeah, and for those who don't know, Brian Peacock, my co-host, is also the host of Locked on 49ers. So go check that out. He has a lot of good insights on there. I mentioned on that, that podcast that the Niners defensive line coach is kind of a legend, and Young's kind of been getting by on talent more than technique. So this might be really good for him and the Niners. If it goes great, you could franchise him, but probably just renting him for a third and they hope to get a third back in the comp game. I think Chicago's in a much different boat where I think you trade for Sweat with the intent of extending him. They have a ton of cap space. San Francisco doesn't. Or franchising him. And you look at those two early bear picks. One may or may not be a quarterback. I mean, but there aren't edge rushers that are in the Chase Young, Miles Garrett mold mm-hmm. coming out of school. So you had to get one and you had the cap space. So I think this adds up for them. I do think it's kind of interesting for the commanders, though, in that new ownership, I expect there to be a new coach there. I think they just want to give the new group, and Peacock mentioned this, that in a, a uh, 76ers manner, which is out of my expertise to say the least, of just giving as many picks as right. to the new group as possible so they can make their decisions as opposed to inheriting a big contract or, you know, a former first rounder. Yeah. I believe both uh young and sweat were uh, due to be paid new, uh, yes. new deal yes. pretty soon. Um, it did, uh, you know, those deals were both a, a little bit earlier in the day. They didn't come down to the deadline like some of the others. So that actually gave me some hope that we might see an Antonio Gibson deal, a Curtis Samuel mm-hmm. deal. Uh, of course, neither of those get done. Um, but I, I think you're right as far as Washington's just uh, looking ahead uh, more long term, which which makes sense for them. Matt, you mentioned earlier a couple of teams that did not make moves and uh, why that is noteworthy. We're going to continue that conversation. We'll do that next. So I've told you guys about game time, and it's something that my son and I actually both used recently. I, I used the game time app to go to Guns N' Roses with a buddy of mine at last minute. And my son got on the uh, the subway one for the Steeler Monday Nighter not that long ago and realized he really didn't have tickets. So we set that up and they figured it all out on the way in there. It's that easy. I mean, so you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next event. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for, like I said, sports, music, as well as comedy, theater, all sorts of events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, which is pretty cool, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. They have flash deals. They have zone deals. Views from all seats in the venue, as I mentioned, that's very cool, too. They have a lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, all sorts of good stuff like that. And uh, what's cool, too, is you often hear with these ticket people that you'll, you'll get hit with all sorts of fees and taxes and stuff like that late in the process. But they have all in prices that show your total up front. 
so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. You can buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. So, and, and I mentioned the zone deals. You pick up, a, you just pick the section, and Game Time picks the seats for an average of eighteen percent sh- savings. So they have all kinds of good stuff going on. Here's what we need you to do: download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On NFL for twenty bucks off your first purchase. The terms do apply. Again, create an, create an account and redeem the code. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Matt, we're talking NFL trade deadline. And unfortunately it was, it was mostly quiet, uh, specifically Mm -hmm. quiet. Tennessee Titans, uh, Derek Henry, even Ryan Tannehill, who of course is injured, had been mentioned, uh, and DeAndre Hopkins as well, had all been mentioned as possible trade uh, candidates. None of them get moved. The Titans, of course, did win uh, last week. They win the game with Will Levis, and uh, I believe they're three and five now. I think that's correct. I think so. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe they have some of this confidence that uh, you know, in in a bad division, maybe they can sneak up and and cause some trouble. What did you think of Tennessee's uh, lack of movement here? Yeah. I mean, I do think Vrabel's DNA is not trade Henry Tannehill. And, right. you know, I mean, it's going to be fight and claw, but they did this trade Kevin Byard, who's a really good player. And yeah. That, that yeah, the combination of those surprised me and in, in that they yeah. would, uh, you know, they moved Byard, but then didn't do anything else. Yeah. You think it'd be one or the other. Um, it makes me wonder. I mean, they actually come here to Pittsburgh Thursday night. I mean, that's a winnable game for them. It, did they think of it as, I think all of us assumed, okay, the Will Levis era is here. You know, he had a big statistical game, throwing bombs to New Hopkins. But maybe Vrabel's like, well, let's see if Levis can keep us afloat. And then our man Tannehill comes back and we can be a playoff team. I don't tend to agree with them, but I guess yeah, I understand yeah, I that line. Is, yeah, I mean, I guess I understand that line of thinking I would have sold. I, I don't quite understand this move. I mean, I do. I'm with you. I, I do think a lot of this is, is Vrabel. Um, mm-hmm. and, and honestly, I mean, I trust him more than I trust most NFL coaches as far as getting, yeah. getting the most out of his players uh, doing, you know, having more success than, than maybe would be expected. So I, I get that piece of it. I don't think I can say the same thing for the Denver Broncos. Of course, they get the big oh. win. You mentioned earlier over uh, over Kansas City last week. They keep Sutton. They keep Judy. They keep everybody. Um, what what are we doing with uh, with old Marvin Mims? Are we going to have to wait until 2024 to see him? I think. Well, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I guess the wheels could really come off. But I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, I thought guys like Simmons, the safety would be gone. You know, all the big ticket items. I mean, everybody implied that Peyton doesn't want to inherit anything. I'm going to be the czar and just make all the picks and this will be my team. And didn't go that way. I mean, I really hope they didn't have the hubris to think, hey, we beat the Chiefs. They were Super Bowl champs. We can hang with anyone. Look out for the you know the Broncos. Same with Tennessee for that matter. Same for a lot of teams that won him you know, this past week that aren't particularly good. I guess there is another component of this. I mean, do we know 
the teams really coveted Sutton and Judy and some of these other guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I do That's think fair. teams had interest in Derrick Henry, but I also think Vrabel and the Titans owner have a pretty bad taste in their mouth from the A.J. Brown trade. Like, we just traded this guy, and now he's hoisting <laughs> Super Bowl trophies. And, you know, yeah. like, Henry in a Ravens uniform with a ring doesn't sit well, you know. I don't know. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. But I do think that's stings them a little bit. Yeah, the Ravens uh, reportedly did make an offer for Derrick Henry. Also reportedly made an offer for Josh Jacobs. That was another team that did nothing. Mm. You know, we saw them on terrible. Monday night. Yeah, it looked look terrible. Devonte Adams clearly frustrated. I think uh, there was uh, there was hope after that Monday night game that uh, he would be so frustrated that the team would end up moving him. Of course, that did not happen either. Jacobs, Adams, and everyone else still in Vegas and still in that Raiders uniform, for better or for worse. Uh, I saw a just a stat of how how bad really Devontae Adams has been less than 30 fantasy points over the past month combined really really frustrating of course that all goes back to that quarterback play and and the offense in general honestly I can't believe Josh McDaniels is still a head coach in this league I'm uh it's amazing yeah every time I see him on the sideline it's just a reminder of how how is that guy still around but yeah I don't think much longer Probably not. Probably not. We're, you know, we are getting to the point of the season where some of these coaches do get fired. It's it's always interesting to see those those in season moves, and uh, I don't think he'll be one of them. They seem like they're pretty patient for whatever reason, but uh, heads are going to start rolling pretty soon around the league. That's, a good That's going to do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan, MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked on Dynasty.